Hey guys, before we get stuck into today's episode, I want to thank the sponsor of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, and that is Unify Health Supplements. Unify have the most premium, high-quality, science-backed products on the market in Australia today, and you guys can use the code TFLP to save 10% off your next order at unifyactive.com. Unify has a range of products, including whey protein isolate, plant-based protein, a pre-workout, creatine monohydrate, and their best-selling product, the Hydration Formula. So again, use that code TFLP to save 10% at unifyactive.com. Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What's up, legends? Welcome back to another solo episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Um, I just wanted to say a big thanks to everyone who's been listening lately, been getting some awesome feedback on the episodes We've had some really incredible guests on and I have to be honest with you guys, my motivation to grow this show at the moment is so fucking high and I've talked about on the podcast before about how motivation comes and goes and it doesn't matter how driven or passionate you are, motivation is not something that is just always there Um, but I think once you figure out your purpose and surround yourself with the right people, you break down your goals and reverse engineer what needs to be done in terms of the habits, in terms of the intentions, in terms of getting real clarity around what it's going to take to achieve your goals, the motivation levels are a little bit more consistent. And just lately, like seeing the potential of where the fitness and lifestyle podcast can go and how many people we can impact is super motivating. Um, And then just having these guests on the show that provide so much value and truly opened my mind as well about what what can be done and you know how how much potential there is to expand and grow um, across all areas as well and obviously being in the health and fitness industry I feel like there's such a big correlation between business and taking care of your health and fitness so I was super fortunate that early on I learned the the value in structure and routine and the discipline around sticking to your goals and sticking to the you know the actions that you know are required to achieve your goals and I've kind of carried that across to my business throughout the years and that continues to get fine-tuned over and over again um and you know things are in, in a good place right now like i've i've really i don't know if how many of you guys saw a little bit of my content over the past couple of months but i kind of went through this little period where i was probably focusing too much on the end result or where i thought i wanted to be or where i thought i should be and for the first time ever starting to get stuck in comparison which is you know it, it's there's, there's good and bad bits of comparison, I think, but majority of the time, so many people compare themselves to others and and that's the, the fastest way often to put yourself in a super negative headspace and start making silly decisions within your business or with your content or, or just feeling genuinely not as happy and positive as what you should on a daily basis when you can detach yourself from the outcome or from where you think you should be at the moment. Um and just follow, you know, trust the process and and really just enjoy the journey. That's when all the good shit happens and that's what I feel like is going on at the moment, which is fucking awesome. Again, just a big thank you to everyone who tunes in. If you haven't subscribed already, please do subscribe to this podcast. Again, we've got so many good episodes coming out and, you know, as I just said, I, I'm really planning on continuing to add value as often as possible within the show more episodes. Um, I'd love to hear your feedback around that actually because we trialed it for a little bit in terms of doubling up episodes each week. So having a guest episode and a solo one, 
I know the feedback is always quite good on these solo episodes, but I'd love to hear your opinion on whether or not you'd like to have two episodes a week or whether keeping it at one is enough. Um, you know, I've kind of based all the content on this show off the feedback from the audience. So your help is very much appreciated. So feel free to shoot me an email or a DM or whatever. Let me know what you'd like to hear on the show, but we'll get stuck into today's episode because I genuinely like to keep these solo episodes quite short. Now, today's episode, as you would have seen from the title, is 10 lessons I've learned in my 20s. Um, and I'm still in my fucking 20s, so I've got one more year left in the 20s before we move to Dirty 30. But, um, you know, I put out a, a thing on my say, question box on my story the other day to see what people would like to hear about in this solo episode and we just got like a bunch of different um a bunch of different answers around what people wanted to hear and a lot of it was a lot of it was revolving around the mindset stuff in terms of things that I've learned over the years as well which is cool because I love sharing experiences and that's kind of how I base pretty much all of the all of the episodes especially the solo ones is just purely around what other people want to hear so I've got 10 lessons that I have learned throughout my 20s. And we may add a couple extras in here, but we'll see how we go. Um, <clears throat> but we'll get stuck into them. And the first one is the importance of mental health and how you should treat your mental health and train your mental health just as you would with your physical health. So it, it literally probably was around 21, 22 when I started to take my my mental health um, quite seriously in terms of you know trying to reduce anxiety and stress and overwhelm and just become more present um, to this day, as you could probably fucking hear from a lot of these episodes, I, I'm pretty kind of go go go. I like structure, I like routine, I like being busy, and with that sometimes comes a lot of overwhelm, and the ability to be present can become quite difficult. So, you know, I started structuring things in terms of meditating every single day over the years as, you know, you guys would have heard this on many episodes that I've done, but I've added bits and pieces and tools to the toolkit around taking care of my mental health. And that requires some physical things as well, obviously like moving and exercising, training consistently, that's going to help your, your mental health also. But whether it's going to work with a psychologist or a counselor to work through things that may be blocking you. And, and also I think just on that point as well, like there's never any shame around going to work with a counselor or a psychologist. It doesn't mean that you're broken. It doesn't mean that you've got a problem. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Maybe you just want to go there to get on top of it and start to really, I guess, work through the subconscious stuff that you may not even, you know, notice at the moment, but it's incredible how freeing that is as well. So meditating, um, you know, did a little bit of stuff with a psychologist for a while. Um, what else have I done? You know, things like the cold showers, expanding, you know, my um, expanding my uh, knowledge around the breath work and different forms of meditations and, um, you know, the law of attraction, really starting to understand the, the neurological side of things as well. Um, journaling, which has been an awesome process that I do every single day, just talking to people, becoming more aware of different, um, you know, mental health uh, challenges that people have and stuff. But over the years, man, it's it's crazy. Like the fitness, the physical side of things to me is still so incredibly important, obviously. Like I absolutely love training. I love helping other people get results and challenging myself physically. But it's crazy how much emphasis I've now put on my mental health. And again, that's not talking about like saying that I've got a problem or anything like that. It's, it's literally just understanding that, our thoughts are pretty much what run our life. So if you're having positive thoughts all the time and your positive visualizations and you're putting yourself in a good 
um, a good mindset, then you're going to spend more of your time happy and achieving success and being happy and present and, um, you know, positive every single day. Whereas if it's the opposite way around and so many people are stuck in this, it was only today I was putting up a, a story around so many people spending all their time um, with a victim mentality, thinking that everything happens to them or everyone, you know, people, um, it's like they, they feel entitled from other people as if someone owes them something, but no one owes you fucking shit. In the end of the day, what you fill your mind with is how your life will kind of look. So if you're continually filling your mind with positive thoughts and affirmations, if you're taking action in the right direction, you know, you're, you're understanding that no one owes you anything. So just re- release and detach yourself from the expectations of, of receiving stuff of other people and focus on doing good yourself and think about that boomerang effect. What you put out will come back to you. And, and understanding that if you can get out of that mentality, you'll enjoy your life a fuckload a fuckload more than what you probably are right now. But it's crazy to me how many people spend all of their time with this victim mentality as if everything happens to them. But when you can understand that everything, nothing happens to you, it happens for you. So regardless of whether it seems positive or negative at the time, if it's a negative situation and you think, what the fuck is going on here? It just means there's something better coming and it's happening for you. So there's a reason why it's happened. And if you can wrap your head around that, then um, I, I promise you that you, you'll be in a much better headspace. So that's number one. Number two is the importance of networking. Now, I want to just quickly say as well, like these these kind of lessons that I've learned in my 20s, some of them relate to physical stuff in terms of body composition and what I've learned. This is not so much a, a direct fitness lessons thing. I'm going to do an episode on that soon in terms of the things that I know to be true around fat loss and muscle growth, which would be cool. This one's more so just life lessons in general, I guess you could say, um, and that can crossover from business to as i just talked about your mental and physical health relationships financial all that type of stuff and this this list probably could have been fucking way longer but i mean we don't have all day do we so number two is networking this is particularly through in within business but also personal brand and then also just expanding your network to be able to spend more time with people who are going to raise your standards and lift you up and make you feel better um, and put you in better positions and learning from people who are doing things that maybe you want to do or or, you know, just you know, the old saying that you are the, the product of the five people you spend your most time with, most time around, I'm a big believer in that. I think if you're continually spending time with people who are doing great things, who are a positive influence on you, who are pursuing goals themselves, who are doing good things for other people, then it's only going to rub off on you. So networking in particular within the business as well, you know, taking opportunities when they when they come up, reaching out to people that you may not have had any contact with before or have no connection with, treating everyone in a way that you would want to be treated so that when they have an opportunity to potentially refer you on to someone else or introduce you to someone else, the likelihood of that happening is so much higher because they, they think highly of you. And if you can continue to make sure that you are getting yourself in positions where you're able to meet and spend time with people that are doing incredible things or or doing things in the space that you want to be in and having a positive impact on other people and you can see that they're feeling good about themselves as well, that will rub off on you. Number three is that it's never too late to pursue whatever goal you have or change careers or um, start the new business, whatever it may be. When I first started out, and to this day, I still feel there's parts of me that are like this. It was kind of like it was a it was a rush. Like I needed to get everything done while I was young, and it was almost like I felt like that it would be it'd mean more to me if I achieved the things I wanted to achieve at a super young age because that made, almost like competition, right? That's just the 
competitive side of me coming out but it's like you know if i can achieve x y and z at this young age and that means i'm doing better than blah 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 but when you really i used to think like when i was in school and shit i used to think like someone who was 30 was old as fuck but now i'm nearly 30 and i still feel like i pretty much finished school yesterday so once you start to understand that there is so much time to achieve the goals that you want to achieve not only will you feel more calm and a lot less anxiety a lot less stress but you'll also be able to enjoy the process more without putting a timeline on like setting a timeline on what you want to achieve because as I said you get disappointed when things aren't happening as quickly as you want them to you make silly decisions based out of desperation because you're trying to achieve it by this certain period of time but also like just understanding that if you're in a job right now that you fucking hate and you know you have a passion for something else obviously people aren't in a position where they can just quit their job today and then just go and fucking play video games if they're not making any money from it but if you have something that you're passionate about, then starting to spend those extra hours after work or before work trying to build up some form of business or monetizing your passion in some way or another until you get to the point where you're comfortable to leave your job you're in now to pursue your passion. Or it could just be going from one job to the next. The problem is so many of us are on autopilot that we don't even consider the fact that there is another way and it's because we don't put any thought to it. Or we see other people sticking to their things and I guess that's comes a lot from when you're growing up and you kind of get taught like you go to school go to uni get a job work a job till you retire save up your super and all that type of stuff but again it's just this limited mindset and a closed mindset if you can turn that into more of a growth mindset and understanding that there is so much potential out there to expand and to be able to chase what you want to do and also releasing the the fear around what other people will think and you know i think i'm going to talk about this soon but releasing the fear of what other people think like who gives a fuck if you're in a job at the moment that pays good money and everyone knows you for the job but you wake up every day with absolutely zero passion you don't want to go and do it put yourself first understand that you know your happiness and joy each day is far more important than what other people think of you or far more important than what your salary is if you know you're going to be comfortable living you know changing jobs whatever it may be it's just like it is never too late to start whatever goal or aspiration you have at the moment so you know, I hear about people who are like literally, yeah, and this is the other thing. Like I didn't know what I wanted to do when I finished school. I just followed what my passion was and I was very lucky that I had an opportunity to do that. I feel like there's way too much pressure, even if there's someone listening at the moment who's in year 12 or 11 or whatever it is and you don't know what you want to do after school. Like I know your parents may not like this, but who gives a fuck? Like you don't know. So many people go to uni straight after school and go and do this degree and then have no interest in doing it. So they spend four years of their life at uni learning something they couldn't give a fuck about and then they finish and go and get a job somewhere else or go and do another degree or whatever. So just take your time, um, you know, figure out what you're passionate about regardless of what the income is. Obviously, making sure that you're putting yourself in a good position but a lot of the time if you follow what you're passionate about, there's potential to make income absolutely everywhere. In any way, so you see now, like, I mean, there's professional gamers, there's people who are playing in arenas, playing literally like against each other on a computer game. Like who knows what the potential is, but just understand that it's never too late to chase after what you want to do. Number four is that mindset shifts and constantly questioning your own beliefs is extremely important to this day. And I see this, I'm very fortunate now that I've been kind of exposed to this type of thinking and exposed to people and mentors who have been and content who has been able to expand my mindset around what I believe to be true in certain aspects and things you get to to learn over the years whether it's when you're younger or whether it's from experiences that have happened to you or you know happened for you as I said before um, but 
if you're going through life just thinking that what you think is true, regardless of what evidence is in front of you over and over and over again, then you're setting yourself up for failure. And the other part of that is attachment. So, oh, you know, I was listening to this podcast or audio book earlier on how, you know, the only the only possible way that we can feel negative is through attachment. So whether it's attachment to a person and they leave you, if it's attachment to a job and you lose it, if it's attachment to a possession and you lose it or it gets taken away from you or broken, if it's an attachment to a certain identity that you think everyone thinks, you know, that's the person you are because you play sport or because you're good at fucking singing or if you're whatever, you got this certain job, like the attachment is what causes disappointment and puts us in bad moods, if you can completely detach yourself and pu- and purely just do things for the, the joy of it and also not attach, you know, yes, it's obviously, let's talk about a relationship, for example. If you're in a relationship and you love your partner, then, you know, so you fucking should. But you got to understand that that person doesn't make you who you are. And even though you clearly want to spend, you know, time with them or your life with them, whatever it may be, if you were to lose them or if they to leave you or whatever it may be, it doesn't mean that you're any less of a person than you are now. So if you can get rid of that attachment and and worry, because attachment literally just leads to like fear because you're constantly worried about losing it. As I said, whether it's a partner, whether it's money, whether it's a, a job, whether it's status, whether it's a material thing, if you are attached heavily to something, you will spend a lot of your time in fear and a lot of anxiety around losing it. So if you can eventually, it's which is which is easier said than done. But if you can learn to detach yourself from things, from people, from status, from identity, whatever it may be, and just be, just be present, and just be, you know, consciousness. I guess you could say, um, without any attachment, then you spend a lot more time, a lot more of your time in a, in a positive headspace as well. Number five is um, that. It feels very fucking good to be happy for other people when they do well. And again, this is probably another mindset thing. I feel like this is just turning into mindset lessons. But anyway, it feels very good when you're happy for other people. So regardless of whether they're trying to achieve the same thing as what you are or regardless of whether it's your best friend or a friend that you know quite well or whatever, it it, it blows my fucking mind how many people are friends with other people or whatever or, you know, they're associated with someone or they're in the same industry and they know of them or whatever. But it literally even like with friends, with close friends, you know, someone's close friend launches a business and their people that are closest to them don't even acknowledge it or don't, if they're in a financial position to do so, they don't go and buy something from them or or share their, their post around launching their business. Or if someone achieves huge success, people are sitting here in like jealousy or, or feeling like, they're in lack because they feel like they're missing out because someone else is doing well. But you'd be surprised at how fucking good it feels to genuinely be happy for other people when they do well. And even if it's something that you want to achieve, even if it was, let's say, a job position that you were going for and someone else that you work with got it. Okay, so if they get the position, you can sit there miserable, upset, fucking talk shit about someone behind their back, blah, 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 blah they've still got the position or you can be extremely happy for them, you know, support them. People around you see how good of a person you are. See the the positive energy that, you know, they talk, I've talked a little bit lately about like vibrational frequency You're on a much better vibrational frequency. Something better will come up for you. As I said before, nothing happens to you, it happens for you. So the ability, the ability to 
support people around you and be happy for others. You know, anytime someone that I know launches a business, I try and purchase something from them or at least share something online to promote their business, whatever it may be. If someone has, you know, gets engaged, you go and congratulate them, has a baby, congratulate whatever it may be. Like just be happy for other people and you'd be surprised at how much that comes back to you. And again, this comes down to the boomerang effect. It's like what you put out is going to come back to you over and over again. Number six is the importance of consistency. Now, I launched my business, DK Fitness, in 2014 officially, but I started my social media page in 2013. Now, at the moment, my business is in a really good place. My brand has gotten to a great place, but it's still nowhere near where I would like it to be. But I know that the only fucking reason that it is where it is now is because I've been consistent, consistently posting on social media, consistently putting out podcasts, consistently upskilling and trying to master my craft as a coach and as a trainer and learning different bits and pieces about training and nutrition and putting myself in uncomfortable positions to learn more and more and more. I've been consistent with that. I've been consistent with my message consistently failing and trying new things and and just continuing to fine-tune and tweak things over and over and over again. But far too many people start shit and it doesn't do well and then they stop because it didn't do well or it didn't go as they planned or expected. And again, that comes back to releasing these expectations and getting out of their victim mentality. But consistency is so fucking underrated and this applies to health and fitness too. And and as I said, I'm going to be putting out some real specific health and fitness episodes um, in the coming weeks because I want to share. There's some really good content I've got around, you know, things around training and staying motivated and nutrition and all that type of stuff that I'm going to be sharing in the coming weeks. But consistency is the same. Like I, I put this on my story on Instagram the other day. It's like people stick to a program for like a week or two weeks and then change it up because they didn't see results stick to something for a couple of months. Like be consistent with it. Be consistent with the small daily efforts on a daily basis as often as you possibly can and you will see incredible results. It's a compounding effect. I'm not a fucking I'm not in finance whatsoever, but I understand compound. You know, compounding investments and interest and all that type of shit. Like you need to be able to compound those small efforts over time and that can only happen with consistency but if you are constantly stopping and starting and i talk about this with training and nutrition particularly around nutrition you are going to see better results with your nutrition if you are consistently close enough to your calorie target over a two to three month period in comparison to eating perfectly from monday through to friday and then fucking it up on the weekends and then starting again on monday and just repeat that cycle so consistency pays off so much more than you know with this podcast, you know, we started off that first 18 months, whatever it was, I was getting my downloads for each episode were, were pretty much at the same level for literally 12 to 18 months. But I consistently put out at least one episode a week. And now it's at the point where the show brings in, you know, up to 100,000 downloads a month, which is fucking crazy. And it's still nowhere near where I want it to be. But I know to get to that next level of where I want it to go, I have to stay consistent. I can't just be like, oh, fuck. I've been, you know, between 80 and 100,000 downloads a week, a month now for the last, you know, six to 12 months. And I really wanted to get it to 200,000 a month. I'm not just going to be like, all right, I'll just fucking stop for a month or two and then I'll start again and that should happen. Obviously not. Like I need to be consistent and, and over time that comp, that will continue to compound and grow and that's what's going to to lead to more success and and to progress. And progress is all that we should be after as well. You're never going to be perfect. Like I fucking promise you, you will never be perfect. So if you can just fucking get rid of that, disregard that and focus more so on progression and comparing yourself to yourself only, as I said before, 
you'll go a long way. Number seven, again, this comes back to the mental health and physical health side of of things, but meditation will unlock a, a part of your life and your mindset that you never even knew existed, and you have to be persistent with it and give it time. And I know there's certain there's certain meditations that will work better for other people. And for some people that listen to this, this is again, this is just my experience. So some people might be like, you know, fuck that, I'm not doing meditation. But I used to hate it. Uh, I didn't used to hate it, but I just didn't really want to do it. I would do it every single day because I was trying to be consistent. And then now it's to the point where I wake up in the morning and I genuinely look forward to doing my meditation. Like I'd fucking love it. And it's allowed me to be a lot more present. It's allowed me to start to, you know, manifest and, and bring thing, and things into my life that I didn't have before. Um, it's allowed me to see things from different perspectives. It's allowed me to stay a lot calmer and, and reduce anxiety. It's honestly just an absolute game changer if you can stick to it for a while. And, you know, I've been fortunate to be able to share these things with clients that I work with on my coaching app. Um, if you're not already on the coaching app and you want to check it out, head to my website. I think there's a link in the show notes. Um, you can suss out and try and find a plan that's suited to you. Um, just on that note, actually, with my one-on-one coaching on the app, we are at full capacity for this year unless someone cancels for the end of the year, but we are taking a, uh, a wait list for 2023 for one-on-one coaching online. We're only taking on 10 new one-on-one um, clients within the coaching app, although we will now be offering like setting people's custom nutrition up inside the VIP workout club, which is a lot cheaper um, and it's fucking awesome. The feedback in there has been incredible. Um, daily accountability, new workouts every month, um, exercise videos, habits, private community, the whole deal. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just awesome. And that's why that's got nothing to do with what I'm talking about. So I don't know why I added that, but if you are interested, head to my website, check out the memberships there or programs and just a cheeky free plug for me there. Um, but the meditation side of things, yeah, it's been amazing. Um, and if you haven't tried it already, I would highly, highly recommend giving it a crack. Um, you can use apps such as Calm. Calm's a really good app to try if you haven't um, used that one before. It'll kind of guide you into it and show you different um, forms of meditation and right from day one. So if you've never meditated before, it's a great place to start. Otherwise, there's awesome ones from guys like Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, Sadhguru, um, oh, who else? Like Bob Proctor, Wayne Dyer. There's lots of really good ones out there. So if you haven't already, that's one of the biggest things. That's one of the best decisions I've made in my 20s by far. Next up is nutrition. So the lesson I've learned around nutrition is that it's fuckload easier than what I ever thought it was. So when I first started in the fitness industry and when I first started my own fitness journey i was an absolute nut when it came to nutrition tried every diet under the sun um cut out all the foods i enjoyed you know stuck to fucking six small meals a day um just everything you could think of everything that you guys have probably tried or are trying at the moment but once you wrap your head around how easy nutrition is and how simple it can be and and starting to understand that you need to become the ceo of your own body you need to understand that on a daily basis you need to be in my opinion, close, at least close enough to your calorie target that is, you know, custom to you in terms of knowing how many calories you need per day to achieve your body composition goal, whether it's maintaining weight, losing body fat, increasing muscle mass and weight, um, and then also nailing your protein minimum, which I've talked about a lot in the show, but I typically uh, tend to stick with at least two grams of protein per kilo of body weight, 
stick to your calorie target and then choose majority of your foods from nutrient-dense whole foods um, or, or, you know, foods that are healthier options 80 to 90% of the time and then allowing yourself to still have the things that you enjoy most. Like I'm literally recording this episode right now while sipping on a very nice glass of red wine and I am in a fat loss phase, which, which you know, I'll talk about in the coming weeks as well in, in detail. But it's if you are cutting something out of your life you know you can't live without for the rest of your life, then there's no point starting it, okay? So allowing some flexibility, you know, I've always said that flexibility is the key to sustainability. I'm a big believer in that. So, you know, understanding that nutrition does not have to be hard and super shit, like this is one of the most enjoyable parts of my job as a as an online coach and working with clients face to face is teaching people how easy nutrition is and allowing them the freedom to take over themselves without needing me. Like that's my whole business model when it comes to coaching people on nutrition is that I want within the first month for you to not need me at all, aside from some accountability. But nutrition is simple. That's something that I've learned in my twenties, and I, you know I, I learned it fairly fairly early on. So. Um, I'm quite lucky in that regard because I think there's a lot of people out there now that still haven't learned that. Um, and and it's hard to watch sometimes when you see people who are not seeing the results that they want to see purely because they are just blowing their own fucking brain up around nutrition because they don't understand it or they think that it's super hard or they think they need to be following some some plan which, which doesn't... I don't know. I just don't even know how to put it. It's just like... Once you understand, you can go back through in this podcast and listen to some of the episodes I've done in nutrition, but it's fucking easy. And and I'd love to help you out if, you, if you're struggling with that. Just shoot me an email, danny at dannykennedyfitness.com. I've got so much content around it. As I said, if you want to work with me one-on-one, um, we have the wait list for 2023 in terms of nutrition coaching, but it's very simple. And once you can wrap your head around that, um, it, it just opens up a whole new world, um, allows you to see, take complete control of your results, see results whenever you want, and also still enjoy a social life, um, all while getting in fucking ridiculously good shape. Number nine is that you should be the best investment you'll ever make is in yourself. Okay. And that's, that goes for if you're in business, um, you know, and obviously again, I'm not fucking, I don't, give out financial advice because I'm not in a position to do so. But, you know, obviously there's great investments you can make financially out there. And that's something I've also learned as well within the business. And, you know, financially I've learned a lot of lessons within running my own business and things that I, you know, I've shared before on the podcast in terms of things that I wish I knew earlier and whatnot. But when it comes to yourself, the best investment you will ever make is within yourself. So let's say you're running a business and you're at one point and you want to get to the next level you could spend the coming years making all the mistakes possible. And this is what I've done, but I've changed my mindset around this now is that you can spend all this time making all these mistakes, spending all this money, you know, and understanding that time is money, or you could invest by hiring a mentor or a coach or someone who has done what you are trying to do before and save yourself that time. Let's say someone's been in the industry for 10 years that you're in right now, or they've done what you want to do and they've been doing it for 10 years. You have the opportunity to sit down with them for a couple of hours regardless of what the price is. Right? I'm a big believer in the fact that if you want something enough that you'll make it happen. You know, I recently invested literally a very large amount of money in a mentor because I, they, they'd done what I wanted to do in the space that, that, that they're in. So why would I not be willing to, you know, and you have to understand as well, this comes back to a mindset thing. It's like, particularly with money, I found this as well, is that like, 
people are willing to spend money on stupid shit, but they're not willing to spend money on themselves or or spend money on things that they know will fast track where they want to go. So I think investing your in yourself and whether that is with health and fitness by hiring a trainer, a coach, going to see a deep tissue uh, massage therapist or whether it's chiropractor, whether it's doing um, cryotherapy, whether it's buying you know high quality nutrient dense foods, whether it's buying the right exercise gear, whether it's paying for education, um, investing in yourself by traveling to places that you've wanted to go for go to before to experience more um, parts of life or different cultures and whatnot. These are all things that you should keep in mind and I just think having a mentor, whether it's just for life in general, whether it's for the industry that you're in, um, is an absolute game changer. And it's something that I'll be doing for the rest of my life without a doubt. You know, I'm now offering the mindset mentoring, um, which is something I'm super excited about. But I just know the impact that I can have with that because I've done it myself. You know, like I've invested a lot of money in learning things that I didn't know from people who had already done it. Because I, I know that they have experienced the things that I am going to experience. And if I, if they can fast track that, if they can help me on that path, then I'm going to invest my time and money into it. So I just think not enough people invest in themselves and, and it will literally be, you know, it will be one of the best decisions that you have ever made. Um, and, and yeah, I, I don't know what else to say on that, but I just think investing in yourself is by far one of the best decisions that you'll ever make. Now, the last thing I'm going to list here in terms of lessons I've learned in my 20s is that you need to let go of giving a single fuck what anyone else thinks about you and what you are doing. And this is this has quite literally changed my life in terms of doing the things that I genuinely enjoy, regardless of what other people are going to say about it, regardless of what other people think about it, regardless of, what, if, of whether or not it's what everyone else is doing. You know, if everyone else is doing something, it probably means you shouldn't be doing it. Okay, so following what you genuinely enjoy, waking up each day knowing that you are doing what makes you happy. And if there's people out there that have things to say about that or if there's people out there that don't agree with it, then fucking so be it. Like what other people think of you is not your opinion. And, you know, if there's people close to you, whether it's family, friends, whatever, that don't agree with what you're doing, but they know at the same time that it brings you joy and it's something that you're passionate about, then they should not be the people in your life anyway. And you don't want to spend time around these people. Okay, so the biggest thing you can do is is to get out of the mentality of being a people pleaser. And you know what? It, it's not selfish at all. You know, I often get a bit of pushback around this in terms of particularly if it's, you know, friends that you've had your whole life that don't agree with what you're doing and you're pushing them away, whatever it may be, or even family members to an extent, but it's not selfish at all. How is it selfish for you to live your best life, which is then going to allow you to show up better for other people and serve other people and, and be a better person on a daily basis? I just think far too many people spend their their life, their time, trying to please other people when they haven't even pleased themselves in terms of making themselves genuinely happy and waking up each day knowing that what they're doing, what they're spending their time doing or the people they're spending their time with is making them happy. All right, so and you, know, you may lose friends along the way. You may lose people you thought were your friends along the way and that's the probably the main point to make. You thought that, that they were your friends but maybe they weren't and, and that's okay. But I guarantee you the, the baggage that you'll re, you know, release and let go of when you finally just do what makes you happy um, and, and stop trying to please everyone else. Start saying no to more things that you couldn't give a fuck about. If it's not a fuck yes, then it's a no. That's something that I'm trying to live by a lot lately. Um, and being 
not being scared of having the tough conversations because you're just trying to please someone else. You need to start putting yourself first because, again, you cannot take care of someone else if you don't take care of yourself first. I think there's some saying around like on the aeroplane, right, and fucking probably don't want to talk about this because we want it to happen, but if the aeroplane's going down, you need to put your oxygen mask on. You cannot help the person next to you if you haven't put your own oxygen mask on first. All right, so to release that people-pleaser mentality, do what makes you happy, and, and you'll be a lot in a much better space and, and a lot happier. Um, and as usual, I feel like I've rambled on a lot here. Um, but these are the, some of the lessons that I've learned in my 20s. And I've still got a year left, so I'll probably make another one now. I've doubled up on this this content. But I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you've taken some value out of it at least. Um, you know, I'm going to be... I'm going to be doing some more uh, specific episodes around the fitness side of things coming up super soon. Um, and we've got some really fucking cool guests coming on the show. And again, I'm just really excited and I appreciate everyone who tunes in. I uh, thank you so much. And um, I hope you have a fucking awesome week and that you've enjoyed this episode. And as I said, subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And um, I'll talk to you in the very next episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Hope you have an awesome week.